And we thank you, Lord, it's your desire, Lord, to abide in your house, in your church. And yet there's something even greater than the calling of your church. And it's establish your kingdom. And how we just pray that even this morning as we meditate on your word, you might be able to show us how you can establish your kingdom in our lives. We do submit this time to you, confessing that only by your spirit you're able to reveal your kingdom to us. To pray that you speak. And to pray that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would just really be able to open the eyes of our hearts. We look to you. Pray this for your name's sake. Amen. So we have been uh, starting on this new theme. And it's His Kingdom and His Righteousness. And it does come from um, Sermon on the Mount in chapter 6. To seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. So uh, we know that the kingdom of God is something which you know, is so big. And yet it's also something which we understand so little. We know that the kingdom of God is something which is in God's heart. It's something which you want from eternity to eternity to set up. We do know that in the first gospel, Matthew, the kingdom is very much the theme and the burden in that gospel. And uh, we also know that at the end in Revelation, the kingdom being consummated, being realized, is very much also part of that theme. It is interesting to know that uh, in Matthew, uh, kingdom is mentioned 56 times. 
which is about one third in all the New Testament mentions. And we also know that in Matthew, actually it's kingdom of heaven that is uh, used. So it's it's something a bit different from kingdom of God. I know we know that those who attended uh, the Harvest Leaders Conference in the, um, last fall. This matter of kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God was mentioned. So uh, we like to just share just now a little summary uh, to uh, for those who may not have attended. Uh, mention a few paraphrase a few verses so you can see the difference. You don't need to turn there just between uh, myself and also uh, Andre so you know that also if you want to take notes. Uh, for example, in Matthew 3 verse 1 and 2, John the Baptist started preaching. Uh, so John the pastor came preaching the, uh, in the wilderness saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and then also when he saw it, John the Baptist the Pharisees said just coming to him for the baptism witness then he warned them he says why do you come you should be bearing fruits worthy of repentance. So talk about repentance and also fruits worthy of repentance. And then when and John was in prison, the, then Jesus began to preach saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And further, uh, in the um, Sermon on the Mount, he also mentions that unless the righteousness, our, uh, this is the Pharisees and, and scribes, their righteousness surpass, that our righteousness, I'm sorry, surpass that was scribes and, and, and Pharisees, that uh, uh, we will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. We know that the Sermon on the Mount is primarily addressed to the disciples. Although the crowds were also there, he made sure that it was the disciples who came and he was addressing uh, mainly for the disciples. There's also something which, you know, when you look at the, the Beatitudes, um, it starts the first one and ends the, the last one as theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, but then we can also uh, uh, look into John chapter 3 when um, Jesus mentioned that Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you be born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, so there, there, okay, you cannot see the kingdom of God later on. It says about the water and the spirit being born, uh, then be able to enter into the kingdom of God. So we have a, now a shift to see that the here uh, in John, it talks about the kingdom of God. 
and about enter into the kingdom of God. But in Matthew, uh, at least to um, the disciples in the, in, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, the kingdom of heaven is as if it's something that they need to attain and something which they need to also have the righteousness. And also those who are blessed because they have certain character and there is the kingdom of heaven. And so it is pretty clear that in a, on a Sermon on the Mount, the kingdom of heaven is not everybody has it and everybody is automatically in it. So we see then a difference is whether you are in it or you're not in it. 那这区别就是在你在这里面，或是你还没有在它里面。We know that everyone who is born again, who is saved, you are in the kingdom of God. 我们知道所有重生的人都进入神的国。And then being in the kingdom of heaven, however, 但是在天国的话，is something which depends whether we experience. 那就是要看我们是否有如此的经历。And when Jesus Christ is the King over lives. He has dominion in our lives. And is the rule of heaven over us. So something is something which has to do with the experience. And the other one is something which has to do with our salvation. So my main burden this morning is really more of the experience. How do we experience the kingdom of heaven now? How do we live the kingdom life now? And I begin to realize that really the kingdom life is so broad. It covers every aspect of our spiritual life。那讲到我们属灵生命的所有的各方面。In our individual lives。我们的个体的方面。In the church life。教会的生命。And in the kingdom to come。还有即将来临的这个国度。But the reality of what we know now。那我们现在所知道的这个实际。Will govern what is going to happen to us in the future。会掌管我们所即将在未来所发生的事情。So may the Lord really show and speak to us。但我们的主实在是对我们的心说话。what the kingdom of heaven is about so that we can experience and we can know how to live the kingdom life so when we uh, read for example in um, the king in Matthew we are given some keys especially in uh, starting from John the Baptist. The first thing he said is repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. So this is announcing when Jesus is coming, 
when starting his ministry that the kingdom of heaven is near. But then after his imprisonment, as we just mentioned, Jesus himself also preached, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. To me, I mean, to the logical mind, it seems that he could have and should have said the kingdom of heaven is here. I am the king. He could have proclaimed easily, but yet throughout his ministry, he says, don't tell others that I am the king for those who knew. Why is that? He wants us to know that the kingdom of heaven is something which we need to appropriate, we need to experience. And there is one key for it. And the same which John the Baptist said and which our Lord Jesus said, and it's repent. But what does repent mean? According to Darby, repentance is a moral judgment of the soul upon all that is past. So it's a moral judgment of the soul. Of all that has been past. And all that's a flesh of us before God. So includes, but it's more than the change of mind. And also the verb tense there is aorist. Aorist. It's a tense which means that it's in a state of repentance and then continuing in repentance. The importance is that it's not something which is like your salvation, you repented, you received the Lord, you have eternal life. It is even more important to continue to stay on in that repentance. So for kingdom of heaven to draw nigh, we need to be in a, in a continual condition of repentance. So we, we see here that repentance is, is a, it's a state that we need to be in. If we are to have the kingdom life, as as meditating on, you know, recently we've been studying uh, Sermon on the Mount and we've been um, sharing our home fellowship. I've been realizing more and more the parallel in the Sermon on the Mount and many things which Paul the Apostle and Peter the Apostle, all the Apostles in their letters uh, are encouraging us to enter in to experience. So I'll be sharing some things from the Sermon on the Mount and then draw some parallel from um, the, the Epistles. Now, 
And by the way, the word repent is mentioned 26 times in New Testament. 13 times in the Gospels and the Book of Acts. And 13 times is in Revelation. Coincidence? Probably not. So we see here from beginning to the end, the state of repentance is so important. So anyway, um, the other key to the kingdom of heaven is righteousness. If you just uh, think about what our Lord Jesus says, in Matthew 17, don't have to turn, it says, He says, Do not think I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. But if you really analyze, boil down the whole Sermon on the Mount, it can be reduced to really righteousness. So everything has to do what is righteous according to, to our Lord. And in many times he would say, give examples, you heard, you read, but I say to you, but I say to you, but I say to you, so it is what our Lord Jesus says is the righteousness. So he came to fulfill not to do those deeds that they did not do perfectly. He came because he wanted to fulfill that which was missing, meaning to make whole what that was, was incomplete. And what was incomplete? It was not the outward actions which the Pharisees and the scribes have plenty of. But he wanted something which was really from inside, from our hearts. So he came to ask righteousness from our hearts. And that comes across when he, he talks about adultery. So those who have uh, uh, commit adultery in their hearts is the same as committing adultery outwardly. So this brought to me the passage in, in, in Romans 10. We can read that, verse 8 to 10. And it says, The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a heart one believes unto righteousness, and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 
叫他从死里复活，就必得救。因为人心里相信就可以称义，口里承认就可以得救。So with the heart is believed unto righteousness. 那你用你的口承认你的。With the heart is believed unto righteousness. 用人心相信就可以称义，用口里承认就可以得救。So the the most important here we see here it is our faith and it's in our hearts. 那最重要的是我们的信呢，就在我们的心里面。That we are able to have righteousness. 我们就能够成义。So so so we also see that this is something which we talk about in the gospel when we share to, for unbelievers. 那我们在传福音的时候，我们也是向不信主的人传的。If there's anyone here still in doubt, anyone here still Not clear about how we can really be saved. 那如果现在也还有人就是有疑问，说是我们怎么样能够得救的话。Believe in your heart. 你只要心里相信。And you will have righteousness, and you will be saved. 你就可以称义，你就得救。Because he is the righteous one. He died on the cross for the remission of our sins. 因为他是公义的，在十字架上，我们的罪为我们的罪呃救赎救救赎我们的罪。So. But this is not something which is from the very beginning and one act and done, clear, gone. 那不是这从初从最起初开始一件事情就完全结束了。For in the kingdom of heaven, this is something which, just like repentance, is continuing and growing deeper. 那天国就像悔改一样，你是一开始之后你就越越来越深的下去。So it it is because Christ is our righteousness. 因为基督是我们的公义。And it's something which we need to appropriate. 那是我们应当去支取的。And it's something which is not our own, not our own righteousness. 那不是我们属于我们自己的这个公义。And in which we can only come by faith. 我们只有凭着信才能够支取。I like to read another apostle, another epistle, which is parallel from the Paul's apostle, which is from Galatians two. 我想在读一个也是平行，这个与保保罗这个是平行的，就是加拉太书第二章。I know that some people believe that in these days, actually, it's even in Christianity today, that、uh, you know, believing in the gospels, what the red letter words, everything that Jesus did, that is the most important. 那对于现在也有许多的信徒，他们相信说是你读福音书，你只要读那些耶稣所写的那些红色的那些词的话就够了。Everything else from the epistles, everything else is secondary. Is not so important. 那你这个其他的书信，其他的使徒们所写的是其次的。And there's a real danger in that. 那这个是有许多的危险在其中。Because you could easily apply the Sermon on the Mount to become like law and like things external and and just stay there. 因为你很容易的就会把像山上的教训当成一个法律，就当成一个律法，你就停留在那里。But that's not at all what Jesus is looking for. 那这不是耶稣他在所在寻求的。He, by the Holy Spirit, wants us to enter into that kind of life. 借着圣灵，他希望我们能够进入这个生命里。And then in Galatians 2, you can see the parallel. 那在呃这个加拉太书第二章，我们就能够看到这个对比。In verses 16 to 20, 从十六节到二十节 ，It says, "Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law." But by faith in Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Christ Jesus, that we might be justified by faith in Christ, and not by the works of law. For the works of law, no flesh shall be justified. But if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, 
Is Christ therefore minister of sin? Certainly not. For if I build again those things which I destroy, I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law die to the law that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live by flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me.因为凡有血气的我已经与基督同定十字架，现在活着，不再是我的人，乃是基督在我里面活着，并且我如今在肉身活着，是因信神儿子而活。他是爱我，为我舍己。I know it's a long passage, but I think many of us do know this passage, coming from some other preaching, from some other teaching, from somewhere else, somewhere else. I just like to bring that in the context of the kingdom. 我们知道这些这段是蛮长的，我们也在不同的分享里面有提到这些经节，但是我想把这一件啊，把这这这处的经节能够放在我们现在国度的这个题目里面。So we talk about the righteousness in our heart.所以我们现在讲到这个义在我们的心里。Not like Pharisees, Sadducees, all these outward actions, do's and don'ts.不是像这个法利赛人、杀毒盖人，他们这些能做不可做的事情。And how can we have the righteousness? From within. Because Christ is in us, but also that I am crucified with Christ, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And now I live, I live by faith in the Son of God. There is no law, no works who can just that can justify us. Only Christ. But to the extent that we are willing to die and let the cross really become part of us. And the other point here, which is again going to serve on the mount. We read, you talk about before that John the Baptist told the Pharisees, Sadducees, to produce fruits worthy of repentance. And then, how can we have those fruits worthy of repentance? And we can also turn to the epistles. In first, uh, first we can consider what uh, uh, we don't have to read that when Paul said in Romans 8. And this is just for us from verses 1 to 9. It says there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Because for the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free 
from the law of sin and death. And how are we free from it? We live according to the Spirit. Because the Spirit is the one who will free us. And our mind is changed from a carnal mind into a mind of life and peace which is in the Spirit. So, so we see here again, it's something that's covered. You know, what in the Old Testament, I mean, in the Sermon on the Mount versus the fulfillment. And it is a court by the Spirit that we are able to live such kind of life. And as we live by this kind of life, by the Spirit, there will be the fruit of the Spirit. And again, for us, the, the fruit of the Spirit is mentioned in Galatians 5, 16 to 26. Because it mentions again, all the works of the flesh, adultery, uh, uncleanness, idolatry, um, jealousies, selfish ambitions. But again, that those who practice those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God is there and mentioned about the works of the flesh. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such, there is no law. Because we have been crucified in the flesh in Christ. And we live in the Spirit. And we walk in the Spirit. So I hope that you see that you know this has direct bearing with how the life according to certain amount is being uh, fulfilled and how we can walk. It's by the Spirit. Even as we allow ourselves, our fleshly life, to be put to death. So there are many aspects of the kingdom of heaven. Then I really begin to see it covers everything. Individually, we just read about our flesh being dealt with. Living by the Spirit. Having a holy life. Having the fruit of the Spirit. So, you know, and then even uh, uh, it mentions about how we are to live such a hidden life before our Heavenly Father. But there's something else which is a warning to us too. Because a good portion of uh, Sermon on the Mount talk about the hypocrites. And actually this is a warning that I myself feel very much I need to to, to, to take heed. I don't think anyone of us 
can escape from being self-righteous, self-seeking, self-important. Even in spiritual terms. 就算是就是一就算是讲到属灵方面的这些事情。It's a big contradiction, but if we don't see that, then we are truly blind. 那这是有点矛盾的，但是如果我们没有办法看到的话，我们实在是就是瞎了眼。So may the Lord really convict us always to live that kind of repentance. 但是他能够让我们实在是能够有有如此的心，能够活出这个悔改的生命。But also in our relationship together. 在我们人际关系里。we see that the Sermon Mount oftentimes, many times, talk about being right with our brother, with with his brethren. And in fact, some of the worst condemnation has a, a, a worst sin that can be uh, that that the Lord warned against is about our relationship with our brothers. And in, in Matthew 5, you don't have to turn 22-25, when uh, one calls his brother uh, Raka, he's, he's in danger of being judged. And, and the other one to call the other fool, which actually in the original is more is, is a, some kind of a rebel. And he will be in danger of hell fire. So it is a very serious thing in our relationship with the, uh, our brothers and sisters. I think one speaks about looking down on uh, our brothers and sisters. And there was passing spiritual judgment on uh, our brothers and sisters. And if we are in that kind of uh, judging and with that kind of uh, looking down, we'll be the ones who will be suffered the most consequence. Why is this important? Because this matter of living the kind of holy life in the kingdom of heaven, it only is significant in relation with our brothers and sisters. It's also significant that only in the uh, Gospel of Matthew, the church and the kingdom are both mentioned together. We know that in uh, Matthew 18, those very well-known verses, so if any brother, this is uh, 15, 20, it says, anybody sinning against another one, and there's anything between them, they need to be made right. And then if the other one does not listen, then they can, he can bring to uh, the church, and the church can even condemn him. So we can see that, and it also mentions here that uh, what uh, the church binds on earth will be bound in heaven. So we see that the authority of the kingdom of heaven is given to the church. So that means right now, as we live, the kingdom of heaven is really being carried 
out in the true church. So there's several things here that we need to be concerned. Including that one of a testimony for the Lord. We know that also in the Matthew only that the Peter's confession is 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 uh, uh, is given. That Jesus as Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus telling him that he will build his church on this rock. And then he will give him, Peter, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So you see again the church, you see the kingdom of heaven, you see authority. You see, all of this is in the uh, uh, Gospel of, of Matthew. And no other Gospel. So we see here that the kingdom of heaven that is so wide, so comprehensive. It covers every aspect of our lives individually. And also the church now. So this is something that we really need to then ask ourselves. So Am I living in the kingdom life now? Individually, corporately together with those children. And this I just mentioned very briefly that this matter of the kingdom is something which even governs our future. We know the kingdom of heaven is from Christ's first coming to his second coming. It's where heavens rule. And then we live in the reality, experience that in our lives. I'd just like to make a note that how many different things have been used of the Lord about this matter. And one that comes to me again is is the Tiosin Sparks. There's one specific ministry burden that he always seems to come in too. He talks about living the life of open heaven. Where you are living as if you are in heaven. By the Spirit, where Christ is the total Lord, and all the riches of Christ is being lived out, experienced, and being manifested in our lives. Isn't that nothing else but the kingdom of heaven? But also in the future, we know that many things that we go through are going to have consequences, just like in the Sermon on the Mount, what it says. Because it's promised to those that yours will be the kingdom. So there's, and they will inherit the kingdom. 
some people say, well, well, maybe spiritualizing, it could be that now you have all the spiritual blessings, the Lord is giving you everything now. That's, that's certainly possible. But you also have many difficulties. This on this earth we will not escape trials and tribulations, difficulties. So you will not have the kingdom in its fullness here on earth. There is an inheritance. And that inheritance is, is the future. And that's governing what is going to happen when Christ returns. And that's why Peter says very clearly to make our calling and election short so that we can enter into the kingdom richly. And Paul also talks about running the race to gain the prize. That prize is certainly referring to the future. So it has to do with some kingdom that is coming. I will not go into it in Revelation 20. It does talk about the 1,000 years of rule that there will be together with those uh, overcomers. And then we know that in Revelation, it speaks about the overcomers. So you begin to see how the kingdom of heaven governs all of these aspects. So if we live the life of, in the reality of the kingdom of heaven now, we are the ones who are overcoming our circumstances. And those who are ready, mature, will have the fruit of the Spirit. And those who are able to rule and reign with Christ. When he returns and establishes his kingdom on earth. And those who are not ready are like the five foolish virgins. When Christ returns, they found they do not have enough oil. They will repent, but it's too late. So you will miss out in that millennium kingdom. So the warning is quite stern. And we also have the warning, for example, we just mentioned, those who call the other one uh, more or have spiritual judgment on others. They'll be subject to the hell of fire. So you wonder what's going to happen to a thousand years when the overcomers are ruling and reigning at that time. What happens to the others who are not overcomers, who live fleshly lives, do not have the fruit of the Spirit? Guess what? They will repent. You did not repent before. Did not live a life of repentance before. From John the Baptist until now, repent. 
If you're not willing to repent, you will not live a life of repentance. If you're not willing to repent, you will not live a life of repentance. If you're not willing to repent, repent in that day. I think it's better to repent now. So these are very stern, serious things that we need to consider. When we talk about the life of the kingdom of heaven, it can be the most wonderful thing. Because what he wants us to live, kingdom of heaven, is something which should be life, peace, and righteousness in the spirit. I just like to take, a, you know, a, so you see that how the kingdom of heaven is just like for those who are in high school, in college, whatever, it's like doing the integration operation. Um, You're integrating all of these things, all the parts of, of, of uh, truth and spiritual things. But they are to be our experience. They have to be true in our lives. I just have a couple of ex- examples, uh, illustrations from experience that may be you know, just a simple testimony. Uh, one happened to me uh, in, was what, 1997? Uh, prior to that, I had been working uh, in investment banking for about 10 years. But uh, towards uh, the last year, it was uh, a very difficult time for me. There was so much politics going on in, in the company after the merger of, of the bank. There was a merger. And then to make a long story short, I was offered a severance package. So I took the package. And then uh, really it was uh, no at that time the Lord was preparing me to, to really stop working. But I wasn't completely ready and then so uh, you know we made uh, you know some decisions my wife and I. That's how we started going to real estate. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I had a job, it required a lot of travel, and then we started having the construction uh, project here for this building. So then uh, we decided that uh, it is time for us to just, uh, the Lord sort of paved the way at that time, things were not so clear, but then we thought, okay, we're taking a step of faith, and then this is what we'll be doing. We're doing real estate full time. So, and then, so we, we that's, that's how we totally changed our, my job. But looking back, it is the most wonderful thing the Lord has ever done and provided for us. I don't have to be put in long hours and then be unsure. The whole economic scene is, is just really so uncertain these days. 
那我也不用做非常，就是工作时间不用非常冗长，而且现在这个金融环境是何等的不稳定。And I've been really uh, for the past maybe uh, and then the thing which really uh, gave me comfort before leaving。那在我离开之前让我非常有信心的一件事情。And somehow I was depressed. I was I did not know about all that's going on, and then before I got the severance package. I was just very unhappy. Not unhappy. Uh, I was but one day somehow the Lord made me see that He is on the throne. He's ruling and reigning over everything. And he, so I just I said that that's the only thing that matters. He's on the throne. You know he's going to take care, and then I can just trust him completely. And I really have peace and joy. Whenever things come to me, and then maybe worries and all of that, I said, Lord, you are on the throne. And that's only thing that matters. And I could really rejoice. And then from gradually more and more of 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 my life in anyway. I began to realize that everything is submitting myself under the Lord. To have Him as my head, as my sovereign king. And even the things that I do, even the small things, the unseen things, something checks and tells me, well, am I, is this... Are you doing this for me? Is this the way you want to live the kingdom life? And then immediately I need to just turn around and then and then just correct myself. So I think that's what you know putting all things under the feet of Christ means. So that he can be the sovereign king in my life. In all the circumstances. To submit so that we can rise above. Many problems. But those problems are the situations that we can really prove the Lord and experience the Lord. And in fact, just in preparation for this message uh, this past week, uh, some things which happened were totally unpredictable. About a week, I have two PCs at home. So one week ago, the older PC uh, could not operate. But it had all my uh, management software for uh, the rental, uh, you know, apartment stuff, stuff like that. And so I was bothered by that, and then just anyway, so I, I, I tried to get it fixed. They said it cannot be fixed, so it's gone. So 
So uh, I started to prepare for the message because actually it was last Sunday that the brother said, okay, are you available this Sunday? I said, okay, I do have something, but okay, I will consider. So last Sunday, among the brothers, they said, okay, you prepare for this Sunday. I said, okay. 那就是上个主日我才决定要分享。那时候弟兄姐妹问我说，我是否有没有什么负担可以分享？我就说好，可以分享。So you probably know that I've been a bit busy with my mother's condition and being spending hours there in the hospital to take care of my father and doing my own stuff in addition. 还有弟兄们也知道，我就是我母亲最近呃生病，我也经常去医院探望她，所以有的时候有几个小时在医院，有的时候要照顾我父亲，所以就有许多的时间就是摆在这方面。and on Thursday morning, I was turning on my computer, the new one. And it couldn't, it couldn't be turned on, and it couldn't boot up. So uh, when I came back in the afternoon, then I sort of uh, Googled, I have a little netbook, right? <laughs> so it said, uh, Hewlett Pack Tech Service, and it gives me the toll-free number. So I started describing the problems to, to, to this guy. So he asked me, actually I tried my system recovery disk, so it has uh, different steps. The initial step I could still see, you know, that you can try to system restore, but there was still always a message. But this guy told me to use all the disks. And then I said, restore the backup data? He says, no. 我说你要复原,就是你备份的资料,但是他说不。And then I just proceeded to do that. <laughs> 我就继续往前行。You're laughing. So I lost all the data. And this is years and years of uh, these tenant information, plus the stuff from the fellowship here, I lost everything. 就是他就是有几年的，就是关于他的房地产所做的一切，所有的这个合约啊什么，这个还有关于我们这个这边聚会的所有的资料，所有的一切他都失去了。So then I tried to call different brothers and sisters to say who is a good one, reliable. Where can I take this? You know, I just don't want to take chance anymore.我就问弟兄姐妹说，我可以带到哪里去？我可以问谁？我没有办法，就是说冒这个险了。And they they said sorry, gone. Can I bring over? Don't bother. Anyway, so then uh, uh, Caleb came home Saturday. He said, well, I'll try to see what I can do, etc. To make the long story short, he was able to, he bought some stuff we went, and then he, he also found some free software to recover his file. 他就去研读了一些东西，他也并且下载了一些免费的这个软体，能够就是复原这些档案的。And I was told that you could try that, most likely it won't work. 他说你可以试试看，但是大概是没有用的。But I think I recovered most of it. He took him a whole day, whole night, you know, I mean, like nine o'clock at night, he finished. 但是他试了一些东西，但是他大概复原了大部分的资料。So we still don't know how it happened. 我还是不知道发生了什么事。But I know. One thing, the Lord is on the throne. He rules, He reigns. We submit ourselves and we rise above with Him. I do not know the consequence could easily be that nothing was recovered. But, but you know what? The Lord is on the throne. 
And I can rejoice. I can have his peace and I can have his righteousness. We are called to live the kingdom life now. So that we can one day rule and reign with him. And indeed, we can always testify for Him. All the situations in life that we go through, there are only situations for us to bring Him in. Experience Him. Have His Lordship. Indeed, the heavens do rule. And we make him rule in our lives. And we establish his kingdom here on earth. In my life, in our lives together. So may the Lord really encourage us to live the kingdom life. It's not something far fetched. In the future, it's not something abstract. Everything that the Lord has said in the Sermon on the Mount can be experienced. If by the Spirit we live this kind of life, we live by His life, by faith. His righteousness. So that he can receive all the glory and the honor. So just uh, anyone would like to pray to close this.
kingdom of heaven on that day that abundance of Christ the, um, the inheritance and yet you desire us to leave to leave out the kingdom of heaven today now Lord and you have given us the provision to make that reality in our lives Lord we thank you that no matter what situation that we are in no matter what condition that we are today Lord you have provided everything that you because you are our righteousness and that you are our victory and you are the one sitting on the throne today Lord so that you um, that we can live out that life only when we submit ourselves to you that realizing that Lord you are our king so Lord we thank you for this word and Lord we once again submit ourselves to you and we offer our, ourselves as a vessel in your kingdom Lord just we pray that you, you will continue to encourage us by, uh, with this word in Jesus name we pray主当你还给我们时间的时候主当你还在施恩恩门还在打开的时候主就是让我们能够一直主来对你的话有回应谢谢主你自己主你自己的国度真是不重要真是一个丰满的国度主你愿意所有我们之间你所爱的保全所夺